This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. We're happy to have them on board. And in Jamie's life. <laughs> and in yours. You <laughs> drove me true. to therapy. I, I know Stop. I did. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hi. I'm Robin. I'm Jamie. And, and we're your hosts. For If These Ovaries Could Talk. The podcast. Whoop. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? For the network television show on NBC. See, I'm living, I'm putting it out into the universe. Mm -hmm, Out mm -hmm. to the universe. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, um, only <laughs> only one more episode of, of the season. Oh, Just the one more episode. I'm sad about that. But listen, stay in touch with us over the break. Yeah, don't you fret. So, yeah, we're, we're around on the social media because mm -hmm. we're around. You should. Be. We are so on the social media. So I don't even. Too much. I mean, really, My really. Kids are like, put your phone down. We really have way too much fun making videos. We do. So we do. Um, we're going to make a lot. We're going to bank them over the break. <laughs> We're coming back in September 23rd, though. Right in time mm -hmm. for back to school. Ugh. Ugh. Why are you talking? Oh, I know. I just wrecked it. I, I don't even know. I want to just, I know. I'm, get, I'm sorry. I'm getting back to my summer vibe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Father's Day is coming up. On Sunday. Yeah. I know. We That's, gotta, yeah. We'll shout out to all our two dad households, single dad households. Mm -hmm. And, you know, dad households. dad households. Papas, all of you dads. Papas, our grandpas, dads. Grandpas. Our dads. All those people. Yeah. Well, so. We talk a lot about the moms, so I think it's nice to like chat about the dads, right? Yeah. Shout out to the dads. Good job, dads. I, I, if anybody, uh, you know, on the social, you should like write in and tell us how you guys celebrate Father's Day because we all get shafted on the Mother's Day. So <laughs> I'm interested. Is that, are you guys better? Like the, the, the guys are always better uh, with everything. I you feel think? like, yeah, the you gay, the gay guys, are yes, I feel like they're just like more what? organized. The kids always look, I think they make more money. Maybe the kids always look like more put together. Oh, well, yeah, Their hair is we done, do. you know, they throw better parties with crudite. <laughs> I mean, really we just order in <laughs> if, <laughs> if that I got some chips, you want some chips? <laughs> Well, happy Father's Day, yeah, everybody. Happy Father's Day. Get some that. chips. All right. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Mm -hmm. So I've, we have a very packed show today. I mean, we're going we're gonna to hear a final from Tiff and Carissa, Ophira Eisenberg from NPR's Ask Me Another. Uh, Ooh, I no, love her. No big deal. So we got a little clip from her. She's I love a fan. Her. She, she sent something for us. It's so cool. Yeah. So that's going to be coming at the end of the mm -hmm. show. So we got to, we should get right to our special we guests. We really do. Our special guests are awesome. <laughs> it's Robin and Jamie <laughs> You lucky ducks Oh my god, we're the guests, Jamie I feel like when we say that, people are so disappointed <laughs> I feel like we just lost like 50% they were People like, were like, click, oh. I'm gonna go listen to the Daily <laughs> Daily Oh, they'd rather listen to news than us, yeah. Jamie? Is that how low your self-esteem is? I don't know, sometimes we ramble, Robin Dude, We're the guests, Jamie, fuck that shit <laughs> We are the guests and people want to hear it good People want to hear us At least it. 100 people want to hear it You think? Fifty. <laughs> the other ones just—they already hit play, and it's I like mean, inertia. You know, like, wants huh. to hear it. My mom. So that's now we only need forty-nine more. <laughs> Mary and Anne maybe want to hear it. I'm not even sure they want to hear us. They Those don't. are our wives. All right, Jamie. What are we talking about today? We are talking about phases of parenting. Phases of parenting. Just in the muck of it. Yeah. In the. I mean, the, I, I. I don't know about you, but I yeah. am just in the muck. I am in quicksand. Well, so I have wanted to do this episode. This has been on our slate for two seasons, but we yeah. haven't been able to get to it. But I've wanted to do this this idea of phases of parenting because. Every time you turn because around, in you're muck. in a new phase. Like <laughs> yeah. Jamie's in the muck phase. I'm in like the tween, like delightful phase, like where it's just like the goal, like before it gets into teens and they're mean to you, but after like when they can like they watch TV and get you. up by themselves and they still come and Henry still holds my hand. And they every time we walk anywhere, oh, it's delightful. Yeah. Mary was just out there playing ping pong. With yeah. Them. Yeah. And they want to hang out with you. Yeah. I don't, and Maxine not, told me yesterday she wants to be a writer because I'm a writer. Isn't that oh, adorable? That's cute. She goes, guess what I want to be? Guess what letter it's starts with and I was like <laughs> a and she was like no and then finally I said w and she goes yeah I'm gonna be a writer like you and I was like oh my god thank you Rose has started saying yeah mama because you have a podcast <laughs> like she's constantly talking about the pot if these ovaries could talk mama my kids just go is that ovaries is that ovaries work <laughs> Jamie Listen, I just need to pause for a second. Do you get overwhelmed by the amount of stuff that we have to do? I mean, this podcast, the yes. parenting, our day jobs. I, uh, it's a lot sometimes. It is. I know. That's why 
I just signed up for better help. Oh my God, you did? I know. I need therapy, lady. Oh God. Just your Google Docs alone send me into stress mode. Like I can't, (laughs) I can't even tell you. I need to get my life in order. Well, I I approve this choice for you because I love better help. I mean, Mm -hmm. well, and you need therapy. (laughs) But the fact that all you have to do is go online and answer some questions and better help's going to match you with Mm -hmm. your own licensed professional therapist that's brilliant mm-hmm. and, and you don't even have to leave your living room how much how great is that i know it's amazing it took me only like five minutes to answer their questions and then i had a therapist within a half an hour no joke what? it was so yeah it was so fast and i actually like her <laughs> that's a coup <laughs> she's really a good fit for me and i can message her anytime and she gets back to me quickly not that i've done it that many times but but you know. you're gonna do more jimmy you're gonna <laughs> and this is this is really the kicker i can schedule video or phone sessions uh-huh. right from my account so i don't have to like go through any grouchy secretaries you know oh, they're I always grouchy that. they really are why are they so mad I I guess it's hard well the good thing is that BetterHelp is available worldwide and the service is for everyone and anyone and they have financial aid I mean dare I say it Jamie it's brilliant I know and for all our listeners we have a special deal Visit betterhelp.com slash OCT and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. For If These Ovaries Could Talk listeners, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash OCT. Oh my God, that's so amazing. I'm going to repeat it. You might as well. For our listeners, just visit betterhelp.com slash OCT. And listen, you're going to get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash OCT. It's a good deal. Yeah. Take your mental health. For Jamie's mental health. Take care of you. You take take care of of you. I see you. One of the main things is that Jamie and I, our kids are in different phases. Such different phases. Because my kids are in a different phase, I constantly forget yes the state of Jamie's life like like I'll be like oh you're going on vacation that sounds delightful and she's like have you lost your mind we're going camping with a one-year-old and I'm like oh right yeah you can't or like you can't just put some tv on isn't that fine and you're like no they (laughs) won't just sit much tv no and uh, like when we were going to Florida and you're like oh you can swim that's not fun with a one-year-old either (laughs) because I was picturing me with the most stressful place with yeah a one-year-old and in then the whole I remembered, world. <laughs> I remembered our vacation where and the beach too. Maxine was three and Henry was like 10 months <sighs> and we went like to an all inclusive. And I was so excited because Maxine had gotten to a good point yeah. and I had forgotten exactly and he could walk yep. and he was just teetering on the edge of the just pool. Walk right the in. Whole vacation. Just walk right in. The whole vacation. Running around the pool. Like it's nothing. Yeah. Yep. Like the, and it, there's that it, fear they're going to go out in the middle of the night. It's so stressful. Because there's no reason. It's, it's so stressful. And then also the beach is stressful too because they just want to run right into those rapids. <laughs> I also remember from where you're at now too, how completely stressful the playground was. Ugh. Like you were just like constantly put with your hands up outstretched so someone didn't fall through one of those death trap holes mm-hmm. on the playground things. Yeah, and with- well, Just holes to nothing, like three flights up, a yeah. hole in the fencing. And both my kids are climbers and both my kids walked mm-hmm. early, right? Anne is the parent that does the- <laughs> Anne's the mom that does the playground. Anne's the mom that- She's the outdoor does mom. Does the pool. Anne is the mom that That's does- That's me, the, I'm the outdoor mom. Does the ocean. I stay back on, you know- You're like, at the bar? <laughs> Not There's no bar on the- Well, we had to go to those oceans. No, I stay back at the towels for the most part. <laughs> what are you doing I'm at so the towels? Um, I don't even know. Worrying, probably, and like watching them like- super helpful frantically watching so i just remember that was like you always had to be anywhere near the ocean you always had to be one for one yeah like you always had to be one parent on one kid yeah and in just the fear divide and conquer or like you know they could never be too far it's like i'm so so, stressed thinking about your face (laughs) so but that's the thing like nobody told me none of the couples told me (laughs) that when you have two kids that means you guys don't spend time together how, how did, who did not tell you nobody that? told me that you have to divide and conquer everything yeah, yeah. you know so i haven't seen mary in a good solid seven years but i thought it got better <laughs> okay it does get better in the sense that the time when you're all together is less stressful ish mm-hmm. like different kinds of worries but you know there's a lot more like why are you doing that that's why already you do that? i have that i already yeah. have that well okay. i already have that well so <laughs> well there's more of like okay let me say it like this then when i let's say i go on a work trip or like some Somebody's like, oh, you know, let's have a dinner or drinks, like a, a, right. an acquaintance. I don't feel bad leaving Mary. Oh, we have to, I got to barter. Yeah, no, I don't have to. I can just be like, bye. Like, no. you know, like Mary's in the building right now while we record and I don't feel bad at all. Like that I'm not leaving with her with a bag. I feel, she, yeah, know, She right. can play with them. I would be like trying to, 
figure out a way to make it up to her later. Like, oh, well, why don't I give you a night too? And you know, like, yeah, I remember like that. A whole- I remember like after Henry going away for a work trip almost right away when I got back to work. So Henry was like four months. Maxine was like two and four months. Mm-hmm. And like Mary would be, she would make me feel so bad before these trips. <laughs> and I was just like, I, it's work. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, I'm in the muck. I'm in the muck. Well, you know, what's interesting <laughs> is, so we knew we were going to do this episode today, right? Right. And then last night, I feel like the universe gave me a reminder of your life and of those earlier days. I went to bed early. I like passed out and then I had to get up and go to the, not, I wasn't drunk. I just passed out from exhaustion. (laughs) I just want to clarify that, you know? (laughs) And I went to the bathroom and Maxine creeped around the corner like they do when they're older and scared the crap out of me. So while peeing, I screamed, she screamed, probably a lot of detail, but it happened. Yeah. Needless to say, she had a bad dream. Uh It woke me up. Mary was out at some play to your earlier point, like we don't spend time together. Right. Like she, she was like, I can get a ticket. I was like, well, go, yeah. you know, it's so funny. See ya. Oh, so uh, then I said to Maxine, you can sleep in the bed until mommy comes home and then she'll move you out, and put you back in. <laughs> so then now I'm up. I'm up yeah. for like two more hours. Oh, I finally fall asleep. Mary comes home. She's making noise. I'm up. I'm still up. It's 1 a.m. now. Mm-hmm. And then I finally fall back to sleep. And then Henry comes in oh, at like four because he's had a bad dream. Welcome to my life. Yeah. And Welcome and like, and he's life. just kicking me in, in every part of, I was just uh-huh. like, uh-huh. move over. I know. And so eventually I got up and went and slept in his twin bed. Which is which the is, best thing ever, actually. No, well, yes. <laughs> it was nice to be in his bed. However, it's like we bought him a cheap ass mattress oh, for yeah. his 25 pound frame. And I was so grumpy from the lack of sleep and the interruption. And I'm not used to that anymore. Mm. Like that's so rarely happens. Oh yeah. You're describing my every night. And I just would like to take this moment to say, I'm sorry for you. (laughs) Cause I remember that, but you do phase it out a little in your head. Oh God. Last night, Rose went to sleep in our bed because she didn't want to sleep in in the baby. You you were gave in. You were like, fuck it. We were like, so fuck it. And then (laughs) both kids were in our room. Then we put Rose in her bed. Then the baby like wakes up intermittently every- Sounds awful. All night long, he wakes up and like, it's like an all night long thing. So you don't get, you don't get like, I don't get two hours of sleep on, um, see, I can't even think of the word because my brain's not working. Everything makes sense now. Oh God. And so like our nights are, I'm not sleeping. And then also I have this cough (laughs) and both kids have this cough. So like all of us are just coughing all night. So the baby woke me up at like four in the morning, got him back down then I'm coughing, so I can't get back to sleep. I think, well, uh, Rose had asked one of us to come sleep with her, so fine. Let me just go in her bed so that she doesn't wake up and like throw a fit that one of us didn't end up in her bed with her because that <sighs> happens every night too. So I went and slept with her and she's coughing and I'm coughing, so I couldn't fall asleep. I didn't fall asleep for like another hour and a half. Then she woke up at like six, as she does, and was like, mama, 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 <sighs> can I watch TV? Mama, mama, yes, go to sleep. Yes, fucking turn it on go yourself. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go. No, because when she goes to watch TV, then- she come, mama, I need milk. Go get the milk then. Mama, I need, like, it's not, you don't get to sleep. You don't get to sleep. You gotta, like, you gotta do that thing. Uh, She's at that age. You have to do that thing where if you have to set her stuff out the night before, you say you're allowed to watch TV in the morning, but if you wake us up, the TV goes off. Another parent told me that. Yeah. And it was, but you have to give them a time limit there. They're not allowed before. So if it's 6 a.m., it's like if you come out before 6, screens go away. If you wake us up, screens go away. I'm telling you, that oh, worked man. wonders for me with Henry. Like, because if we have to actually enforce that rule, then I'm going to have to get up because of the fit that no, no, happens no. because I have to enforce the it rule. for like two weeks. No, but that morning, there goes my sleep. Yeah, yeah but two weeks versus <laughs> indefinite. I guess I can, it's worth a try. I don't know. Just don't give, it a, always, give it a whirl. These methods that work for other parents don't really work Henry for and Rose me. Rose are very similar. Rose. It worked, it worked with Henry. He's so, we'll he's try. so uh, motivated by the thing right. that it really works for him. Oh God. But you know, like she's gotten easier really. And now it's just, we have a baby. Yeah. And an older one. You know what I think is really interesting about the phases is that I think sometimes you don't notice you're in the next phase right. until you're with somebody who's in the phase behind you. Like, I don't think it was really so clear to me how we moved into this like delightful little phase until I heard your stories. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, geez. I mean, listen, guys, we got a lot of stuff going on with this podcast and there's a lot of work. um, Yeah, totally. So Robin is constantly (laughs) emailing me and sending me Google Docs and like, there's always something happening with the podcast. And I have so much guilt over the fact that I just don't have the, uh, sometimes I don't have the mental capacity to do any of it. 
but you're in a different phase. And, totally. You know, so it's just so funny. And I'm tr- I'm like working my, I'm trying so hard to stay on par with you <laughs> and I am not on par with you. Well, stop it. But we're trying, we're trying, but it is, it's like, there are phases yeah. of parenting. Well, you and know what? The I, young one is tough. I, you got another, Ryan's like a year and what, three, four months? Yeah, he's 16 months. Okay. So, so you got like one more solid year, maybe like eight to 10 months because- Rose is older, but like when he's like two, two and a half, when he's got a little more reason Mm -hmm. and he's more sturdy, like they'll be able to like have little things Mm -hmm. that'll be their own. Yeah. And you know, and I, and and he's going to pick up so much faster from her. Right. So it's like, if you do, and I know it would suck to do that morning thing, but if you did do that, right. Then he'll just fall into it. He will. Mm -hmm. And he'll fall into it much sooner Mm, because of her. So it's, it's worth it to put your energy on, you know, like training her. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you know what I think is really interesting about the phases too is we have this friends of the family who have three boys and they're significantly older. And when Mary and I were talking about having babies and she had just had her third mm-hmm. and we were having like some like girls weekend in the city and she was literally pumping mm. and Mary and I were like, we're thinking about having a baby. And she was just like, and her, and her little <laughs> thing was going, mm, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Like, and she goes, don't do it. Uh, or something. <laughs> she had a third baby. And she was like, she couldn't fucking breathe because she had a third baby. She had three. And we dude. left We left them at the hotel because they were visiting and went back and we were sitting on the stoop of our then brownstone. And we were like, I mean, I guess we don't have to have a baby. We were, you know, and it was like, we, we were so scared by them. And the thing is, is we have continuously been scared by them over the years. Mm. Every time we go to visit them, they're so far ahead and what they're in seems so frightening. Yeah. You know, it's like when we went and they were like in middle school, they were like running around like crazy people. And we just have this one little baby and we were like, what? how do you even mm-hmm. do all that? Yeah. And then when we went and they were in high school, it was like, and the whole holiday party, they were talking about how all their kids are smoking pot. And, uh, and she was saying things like, listen, your kid's going to smoke pot. They all smoke pot. This is what they do pot. now. This is what they do now. And, and Mary and I were like, is that what they have to do? Like, I don't want Maxine and like Henry, like it's, and every yeah. time, and now they're in college and they have these girlfriends oh, and I'm God. just like, I'm always scared, scared. at see, the phase ahead. I, I guess I don't think that deeply about what other people are going <laughs> see. I don't see myself in them because we've got a lot of friends who have older kids. I wonder if I you're just two in the trenches. Maybe. I, mean, I can't, I'm a worrier. I'm a, I am a worrier for sure, but I don't, I'm just treading water here. Yeah. I'm in quicksand. That's, that's the beginning is you are just yeah, treading water. I'm just surviving. What are your feelings about, like pregnancy now that you have the kids and like all the, like all the like worrying and hemming hawing about delivery and all that stuff. Well, before I get into that, I do want to say, I do have a friend who had her first baby six months after I had Orion. Six months after. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he's six months younger and we're all, we work together. So we constantly talking mothering now, of course, obviously, you know, but she's in the first child place Mm -hmm. and I'm in the second child place. Oh my gosh. She's doing everything right. She's doing everything by the book. Like we're those people with Rose. We did our best to be those people with Orion. I'm not even like, I just sit and listen to her. Tell me because I'm like, I don't even want to tell you what I'm doing with my son. Like, (laughs) do you feel bad? Or are you just like, it's cute that she thinks that. I feel, no, I have a little Honest. bit of guilt. No. Oh, you do? I have a little bit of guilt. Like, oh, fuck. That's a, l- a little bit. Like, there's a little bit there. Like, hmm, maybe I should try a little harder. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Nobody's drowning. No, but like, I'm I'm surviving. And yeah. that's, and I do, a little bit of me is like, oh, that's so cute that she's like really yeah. going for it. I want her to, I keep telling her I want her to have a second so we can really commiserate about how. You're like, so then we can really talk. <laughs> Orion doesn't even sleep in his crib, so we're not sleep training him. <laughs> he sleeps in a stroller, so. <laughs> at night no we move him <laughs> we no here's what we did because we are oh, so shit, traumatized amazing. because I know, the whole everybody who listens to this podcast knows that we had a really hard time with our first yep. when it came to sleeping and I am we are still so traumatized yeah. by I think we have PTSD over the sleep training that mm-hmm. we tried with Rose over and over and over again and the screaming that ensued that we are not sleep training this baby at all. We don't even put, we got rid of the crib. You did? We got rid of the crib because he sleeps in our bed. So do you we wheel also- him in his stroller? <laughs> <and then> you- 
He sleeps in your bed? Yes. Like full time the whole night? Yes. OMG, I did not know that. Yeah, Do you have a secret shame about that? How did no. I not know that? No, I don't care. Dude, I am doing what I have to do. No judgment, you know, by the you way. You know I'm what else curious. we did? You know, and he goes to sleep because he we have to walk the dog at night too. So one of us takes the dog and the baby. Dog also. Wait, That's listen. Crazy. One of us take, away. One of us, no. It's my baby. <laughs> so much. One of us takes the dog and the baby out for their walk. The sure. baby falls asleep on the walk and one of us does rows at that okay. time because we live right. in, a, in a shoebox. Sure. So we can't really put them down in the same room because one of them's going to wake up. Like it's that's like, a good plan. So that's how that's how Ryan falls asleep, and then he stays in the stroller until, <laughs> until we transition him to bed. So people are like, "This mom is a bad mom." No, I love it. So, love but then it. also in his daycare, they sleep on these little cots. Yeah. And I asked, "How's that going?" And they're like, "Oh, he goes right to sleep on the cot. No problem." Why don't he, you like, get one of those just, little cots? We <laughs> we got one of those cots. So he has a cot too. Do you put him on the cot ever? Do you try Sometimes. to transfer him in there? When we first got the cot he slept on the cot a lot more <laughs> keep saying the cot it's amazing <laughs> but because he always ended up in the bed with us anyway because yeah. he is not used to being alone yeah. we're doing it all wrong like this well, is going to be the most needy screwed up little kid I don't think you're doing it wrong no I don't I'm think I'm, I'm giving him what you know what I feel good about what we're doing he feels loved <laughs> A lot of love. And I'm happy with it. He's happy. We're good. We're Listen, all good. As Mary used to say, and <laughs> I, I really feel like I would do this completely differently. Like with Maxine, like I was so mm-hmm. by the book. I know. We I were, was so absurd about the potty yes. training. I was like, we have to potty train at this age. Mm-hmm. It says so. And we were, we spent, I have all these voice memos called the potty chronicles because <laughs> I would just record our conversations, <laughs> which by the way, they're fucking amazing. Uh, I, I tell you record conversations with your kids. Cause there's, like just the audio, there's something going back and hearing their little speech oh, patterns. Like Maxine used to say gales instead of girls. <laughs> She'd be like, all the gales. It's like, so I would always try so to get cute. them to say like the words they said. But anyway, <laughs> I've got thousands of hours of the potty chronicles. Let's listen to one now. Okay. Hi. Are you going to pee pee potty? I'm going to hold it. No. I don't hold it. I'm going to take it back for I need the stool. You need the stool? Yeah. Oh, Wait, are you all done pottying? I have the stool. Do you have to pee potty? I have to the stool. There's a stool right there. I, I can't find it. You can't find it? No. You found it. I find it? Okay, let's get up on the potty. Okay. I didn't take the bath. Okay, are you done with the potty? Yeah. Okay. I didn't take the I didn't take a potty. You okay? No. I don't want to take a potty. Okay. Okay, we'll just get in the bath. I don't want to take in the bath. Oh, wasn't that so cute? So cute. Oh She's God. so tiny. Uh, this is, that takes oh. me back. It really takes me back. I know. Ugh. Okay, anyway, um, let me, back to my point. Mm-hmm. Because I was so hell-bent on her potty training. Mm-hmm. And the, Mary used to say, look, she is not going to grow up and to have diapers. Yeah, totally. Like that's just, she's going to get this. It's just so, so why are you being insane to pull out of it when I, you're, yeah. And most of us do that with the first kid. We, mm-hmm. I had, I read all I the books. With the second too, I read, uh Oh, see, See, well, it was, it was different. It went, we did that like pantsless thing. And I know that's like a really weird <laughs> yeah. thing to call, mm-hmm. but we did that and it worked. Like did he it? was potty trained at 18 months because we did the, we 18 a, months. Yeah. Cause we had a nanny at the time. Oh. And so she was able to do it 24 seven. So for three months, that kid had his <laughs> had pants, no pants off and was just like with the top, no pants. And his like penis was everywhere around our house <laughs> was vile, oh. but, but it worked right away. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll be doing that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying like at 18 months, we were like, we didn't need diapers. That's amazing. He's but he a- did wear pull-ups overnight yeah. until he was almost seven. Oh. And at one point I was like, you know, at the at the monthly thing with the doctor and I was like, so are, are, are we getting concerned about this? Because I was like, I kept trying to take it off and he kept peeing the bed. And she was like, mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. it will happen when it happens. Not going to wet the bed as an adult either. Well, you not know, likely. If he drinks too much, maybe. Well, here and there. I mean, then he's got a different problem. <laughs> that's a whole nother. It's called that's a, a drinking problem. <laughs> We're just like going with it and it's been fine. He'll do fine. He's, he's loved. Fine. He's, he's loved. He's a sweet boy. So, you know. Well, do you have uh, my question to you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get back phases. to your question. Do you have any fears of like the phases that are coming? I do. I'm worried about one thing in particular. Oh my God. Right I now. can't wait. You, she just smiled. So I can't wait to see what no, it is. No, it's not that deep. Is it's it not weird? even funny. No. Um, Cause we're always talking about moving. Cause we live in a shoebox. Like I sure. said, so we're always discussing moving. And now my big fear, I really don't want to take her out of her school. 
I oh. don't want to do that to her. And I'm so I'm constantly thinking about like, how, what would that look like for her? How, you know, and I work in elementary schools mm-hmm. and I work with these with little kids and I see how they are with each other mm-hmm. through the whole elementary school process. And when a new kid comes, it's tough. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. I don't want her to have to be a new but kid. But it depends so on your my, kid, right? Yeah. Like Maxine is so adaptable. Like yeah. She moved like almost every like from daycare to daycare to school because uh-huh. we kept moving. Right. And it was, ne- she could just, hi, I'm Maxine. Like she's so <laughs> adaptable. Henry would have a harder time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Froze. I don't know. I just don't want to. Yeah. And I like her school. It's, well, it's you a can great look, school. I think that's why a lot of people, there's a mass exodus from New York City into the suburbs at middle school. Right. Because you have to change anyway. Right. And it's hard to get a good middle school. Right. So maybe uh, we have to wait till Ryan goes to middle school. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Or you just, you know, he's, he'll be adaptable. I don't know. That's my fear. It's not that deep. Maybe you're just living that in big. that tiny little house. Just <laughs> if, if something happens to your dog and I don't want that to happen, you don't replace the dog. No, we won't. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I don't want anything to happen. I'm not to saying get rid of the dog. I don't want to get rid of the dog. And also um, grandparents dying because it's happening. So, oh, I'm and that's sorry. tough. And they, yeah. she, you know, she, Rose really knows. Yeah. So. yeah. It happened, but my kids were like almost two and almost four. Mm-hmm. So they talk about it a little bit. Henry talks about it a little bit, but they weren't old enough really for it to be too much. You know, what's really sweet. We have this book, it's called the invisible string. If you don't want to like for us, we didn't want to talk about heaven or yeah, God, you know, religion. religious. we're not into yeah. that. So we got this book, it's called the invisible string. And it talks about how we are all connected by this invisible string in the whole world. Right. And the people who love you are very connected to you via this invisible string. And if you ever miss them and if you need them, you tug on that invisible oh. string and, and they know that you're thinking of them and they tell That's back. so nice. And Rose says just sometimes- walking around just like yanking things. Rose will say, mommy, I missed you at school. So I tugged on the string. <gasps> Shut she up. She does. It's so really nice. sweet. Did you feel me tugging? I said, you were yeah, like, I definitely. Yeah. And she says like, cause my, my dad out. died last year and she says, Sometimes I tug on Skipper's string. So, you know, so the book is working for us. It's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like my fears are a tad bit darker. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's get into your, well, because you have older kids. Well, I think this has always been my fears for the kids. It's not, it's not been, it hasn't changed with their age. I mean, I had a lot of addiction in my family. My mom, you know, died of, both of my parents really died of alcoholism in different forms. And so I worry a lot about addiction and I find myself, like I had a dream this week about Mary was out with the kids and I, she did shots with Maxine and I was just like screaming. I was like, why would you do that? Like, why would you? And Maxine was like acting all weird. And I was like, oh my God. And then I kept being like, does this mean that she's going to be an addict? It was Uh like, I was crazy up in my head about it. So I have like a lot of fear about that. Like, look, so I'm looking at behaviors sometimes to see it. Oh, is that, you know, and Mm. and like, you know, for the, for Maxine, I worry about body image stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, Henry, I worry about teen pregnancy because that would, that changes Mm. the whole course of your life. Yeah. You know, so I worry about those, like just those, I worry about those things that are life altering, life changing that you can't. Well, that's, and this is a good point to this, this phases of parenting, because I, I can't think about that yet. (laughs) Well, I don't want to think about it. I can't stop myself. But as they get older, these start, these things start popping into your brain more, I suppose. Well, yes, no. Like what, for me anyway, it has started to happen is this, it's dawning on me, this realization, like I just said, I can yell out one, two, three. And he goes, what, who, what, what? And they listen. What's going to start to happen is they're going to stop listening or there's like more autonomy and they can, when I'm not around, they can choose to break the rules. And so I'm trying to have conversations with them all the time about why we set rules and like what, and it's like, and I'm trying to be honest with them about our family history, but I also don't want to scare the crap out of right. them. I mean, like who doesn't want to have booze in college? I mean, it was fun. Yeah. You know, I had a good time. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm really torn and it's like that lack of control. I mean, obviously we talk about my Google docs out the wazoo. Like mm-hmm. I obviously like order mm-hmm. to calm the chaos in my brain. I wouldn't even try to pretend like I wasn't aware that's happening. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm out of control, make a document. You know, yeah. it's like, right. Cause that's how I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was crazy. And so it was like, all right, I'm going to a move away from that. And then B I'm going to try to put order in place, but having kids takes away order. Yes, it I does. Have, it's like a, it's a, the, the control you have early on is fake mm-hmm. is what I think. Right. That's what I'm starting to realize. Mm-hmm. Because they grow up. Yeah, it's not really control. You just are more of a caretaker. Mm-hmm. But then they start to have their own opinions and mm-hmm. thoughts. And then what? Scared to death. It is really scary. And, you know, and then like, you know, it's like, that's why going to my friend's house and having her talk about her son smoking pot was like, 
oh fuck, like I, I, I can't. And they would have conversations and what are you going to do? Not pay for college? Like, what's the thing you're going to say to make them stop? Like right. now I can take away screens. Right. There's nothing I can say to make Maxine not date the bad boy. Like at that point, she's going to take do away it trust at school. Fund. I'm just kidding. That trust fund they don't have. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna take away your 529. Yeah. <laughs> put, it, put it in my retirement plan. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I don't know. It's really scary. It is. So let's, let's, let's turn this around a little and let's go into some, a couple of, we have a couple of listener questions. Um, of those listeners. Uh, so, okay. Here's one from Alicia and she wants to know what was our favorite phase so far? You want to start that? I, I mean, I think I'm going to have to say right now. Yeah. Because. It sounds like it actually. Because. You're so happy. <laughs> You're so happy with your kids. I'm just sorry. Um, so they're they're about to be eight and ten. Mm-hmm. So we have this delightful thing of like, like I said, when we're walking, Henry always still just takes my hand, mm-hmm. and Maxine will still hold my hand, and they still want to hug me, and I can still do that whole pay the toll, make them hug me for something like a cookie, which is probably setting up a horrible <laughs> food, so weird. food thing. <laughs> it's like I'm sure that's- that whole pay the toll, like it's something we all do. <laughs> you know that old bag. <laughs> I bet that somebody else does pay the tolls. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like I could still do all of that. But then also like Henry gets up in the morning and he plays his video games and, you know, after he gets himself ready and, you know, they put themselves to bed. That's crazy. They like at 7.15, I'm like, all right, dude, wrap up the um, screens. And then they go and they brush their teeth and then they go do their reading. And then sometimes like he'll go into her room and hang out for a bit, but then they just, he might just put himself to sleep and she stays up and reads until about nine, nine 30. And then she just shuts her light off and goes to bed when she's done. That's amazing. And I'm watching NYPD Blue in the bedroom. Of course you are. NYPD Blue. You're such a lesbian. Listen, Sipowitz is my jam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you and Anne should hang out. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's my favorite phase. What about you? That's cool. I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, I'm enjoying it now, too. You know, Orion, he's so snuggly and cuddly, and he's a hugger, and he kiss, he co- you say, give me a kiss. He goes, ooh, <laughs> and he comes in. You know, it's really sweet, and he runs in and hugs you. Aww. And he'll hold my, you know, you say, hold my hand, and he holds that your- That little, like, one thing. Yeah, it's again. so cute. Aww. So he's very cuddly, and when they are good together- it's this. I, it warms my heart so much when they hug each other, and he lo- he adores her. Oh, I love that. So she can do no wrong. That's the best case for the siblings. So that's fun. And Rose is really fun right now too because she's figuring things out, and she's gotten better with the walk to school. So we have our walk to school in the morning, and we talk and we chat. We can chat about. Don't you love when they can talk? Yeah, they're becoming little people mm-hmm. with ideas. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun. Every yeah. phase. You can find the fun in. You can. Yeah. Well, that's what I told my friend who has the the new baby that's six months longer, younger than Orion. Like she's always coming and she's like, oh my God, I thought we were done sleep training. I say, I told you, I told you you're going to yeah. sleep train him like 10 times yeah, because of their phases. And she yeah. keeps coming to me like, oh, I think he's in a new phase. I'm like, yep, he's probably going to have some weird milestone now. When they were little, we used to say they were either teething, um, off their schedule. Growing. Growth spurt. Yeah. Like, and was like, and you'd always be like, oh, man, it's probably teething. No, just the other day I said, oh, he's probably going to have a milestone. Like, is he talking yet? He's probably going to say a word, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just, we're all just guessing just to try to make ourselves feel better. Oh God. I mean, no, just, but it's fun. They're, I wouldn't trade it for the world. All right. So, well, this leads right into the question from Shannon. Hi, I was wondering, do you think there's a big lie about phases of parenting? This, I'll piggyback this right on what I was just saying. Like the lie of these books that tell you if you follow this formula, you will have this result. Absolutely not. That is a big lie. It's a huge lie. And all these books are banking on us parents being so gullible that we're, and we're so desperate. Desperate, I would say. Yeah. yeah to get some normalcy in our lives that we, we go with all these formulas and sometimes they work. And some parents, you know, God bless you, even though I hate you for it. I'm so happy that it worked for you. Kind of not really. Like I really just <laughs> not want to kill really. you. But like that's, a lot those lies i think the lies are not something anyone directly says but the way they act this lie that you can be perfect as a parent Mm. you know i wrote this one article and i can't remember which article it was that i wrote but it was on medium and 
there, I talked about this one woman who, when I was taking Maxine to daycare, who I got in the elevator and I said, she goes, right. And I said, don't you just like, don't you, can't you just wait until seven when you have a glass of wine? She goes, I I know what you're saying. I've never felt that way, but I know what you're saying. And I was like, you're a fucking liar. You bitch. Right? (laughs) Like, not only are you a bitch, but you're a bold faced liar. That's so mean. And it was so passive aggressive. And I think there are so many people who lie because they want to keep up the appearance that they love every minute of parenting. I don't understand And that. that's just not, and if we could all give that up, oh, how much space would there be to uh, be- Be real. Yeah. And, and to actually- Bond with each other and, and, and to help be comforted. each other out. Yeah. I need like, comforting right now. <laughs> yes. Guys, send emails to Jamie telling her she's going to be okay. No, they're like listening to me like, you need you to take need your help. baby out of the stroller for sleeping. <laughs> A cot? They're what the hell like is cut? wrong with you? <laughs> Listen, those cots oh, are comfy. I'm getting judgment. It's too small for me to sleep on it. Trust me, I would have tried because I'm I'm in a different, I move beds all night long. I'm picturing long. him on the cot and you sitting on the floor with your hand on his back just being like, please sleep here. Please sleep here. Listen, a cot takes up very little space. Uh, I, can see, I see the thinking here. No, I know. But, but wouldn't it be great though if we could yeah. all just like get off each other's backs yeah. and support each other's without this idea that you're supposed to think everything that you're doing is perfect. Right, no, it's not. That's like, I was at, the, I was at a uh, workout class the other day, but you're in like stations. So I have a woman next to me throughout the whole workout, right? And you move station to station. And we were at the, the standy row pulley thing. And I hate it because I'm really short. So it's really hard for me. <laughs> And I never can get the distance that other people can because I'm short and my arms are shorter. Listen. Listen, I have a whole thing about being short. But anyway, so after we finish that station, I'm thinking we're going to have a bonding moment, me and this lady. So I turned to her, I go, oh, I hate that one. Even though I'm a badass. And right. obviously, you know, you I don't know. You still jammed on that. Right, exactly. We all know it. I'm like, oh, I hate that one. She goes, Oh, really? I really love it. I, I love this. Why? 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 Just have the moment with me. You Come on. Know. Like, Even why? if you don't believe it, you didn't hurt my... You know, just, you know? I know. There's this mom of this kid and and of, of one of my kids <sighs> in school. And no matter what you say, oh. she does that. Oh, really? Oh, that drives, and it me, drives crazy. me insane. It's just like, are you trying... Like, I, after we hung out with them once, like randomly ran into them, <laughs> I turned to Mary and I was like, is she trying to pick a fight with us? <laughs> I was like, why is everything... And Mary was like, just calm down. I, but I hate that. No, but because... So because, no well, solidarity. We listen to people's stories and we go, oh, I feel you. Even if we don't... Sometimes we're not there. That Exactly. But because that's what you do in a you, conversation. Because you want to give everyone that this space yes. to have their feelings and not be invalidated. Yeah. So instead of like contradicting them, just Come go, on. oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I could give people or just all like kinds a, of or lessons. Or have a real dialogue about it. Don't just be like, I like this other thing better. Like if you want to like really have a dialogue, like I would have been like, oh, why? Mm-hmm. You know, like what, how come you don't love this one? Right. Like that's a, re- like I'm interested in a real conversation yeah, with you. totally. And then I could and go then into been, like, my short, whole diatribe like, oh. about how hard it is to be short at the gym and like all this stuff. Yeah. And, if I, and by the way, if I needed to still be heard, I could be like, oh, I get it. It's one of my favorites because like I'm right. able to do this, but I totally see where you're coming from. Exactly. Ladies. That's how we come. Conversate. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't you guys know anything? All right, we went way <laughs> off track there. Okay, here's another listener question. Hi, I'm Nee, and I was wondering if you find any differences in the faces because you're LGBTQ parents. Mm, That's a good, good question. question. I would say yes, mm-hmm. because there is a phase, uh, you know, typical families wouldn't have where your kids start to become aware. There's a whole other set of phases. Mm. Like in elementary school, they become aware that their family is quote unquote different, right. non-traditional as we say, because I think that's more affirming. But so in elementary school, I remember Maxine pulling me aside and being like, tell them, tell them that I, that you're my other mom. And I was oh. like, yeah, she comes from two moms. And I mean, she was like- <laughs> Right? He told you. And she was so proud. But now that they're a little older, uh, I'm starting to hear Henry be a little like, he's more aware we're different. Right. And I'm watching to see if it's going to be mm, a, a, a problem or a thing. It's still not a problem for Maxine, although she has mentioned a couple of things. I found a note from some friend of hers at school that was last year. She had to stand in front of the school, uh, in front of the class and say something about how her family was different when they were all talking about types of families and she felt bad. I think someone might've made, made fun of her, but one Uh. of her little friends wrote her a note that said, gay families are good. And I think that's great. And lesbians are great. And then she gave it to Maxine. Um, That's so sweet. But so, so, but she's in fourth grade. 
Fifth yeah, grade, fourth. fourth grade. And so there's a trajectory that we mm. now have to worry about, about what phase are they in, how they feel in about us. to their awareness. Mm-hmm. And I would say for me, I'm not, I haven't reached that phase. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> for me, um, what you've gone through is we have to define our roles yeah. Um, yeah. as two mom, two dad families, because it's not, it's not written. And, and, and I'm sure that um, hetero families do also, some of them have to define straighties. their straighties. Let's call them straighties. Have to also define their ro- roles because it's not. They're just so defined generally by society. Somewhat, but generally. you know, like people are changing the molds, right? A little bit. But I think for us, especially in my two mom family, like we, we try to split everything 50, yep. 50 because we both want to be mom so yep. bad and we want the status of mom. So we've splitting everything 50, 50 is not easy. It's hard. No, it's definitely tit for tat. World. Yeah. So I think that that's, that's something unique that, mm-hmm. that we experience. And then there was that's one definitely more a phase in the beginning where you're figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do think it's a little different. I mean, but for me, I'm trying to put things in place. Like I'm trying to put in male role models wherever I can. We're mm, doing that a lot through that sports too. Yeah. Cause that's part of the, the phases just in, this doesn't mean that it's bad or good. It's just that I think there should be a balance. Like I'm also like sending my kids to camp highlight so that they have that feeling of other kids in the same boat as them but then not doing everything that's gay. Like, I think for me, it's about a balance of everything so that they have the conversation. And my kids now say things like, oh, is that person trans? Oh, like, that's th- like, good. Yeah, Henry said that we were watching some show. I think it was uh, Queer Eye. Mm-hmm. And he goes, is, 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 is that person trans? That's and great. I said, I, I said, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a boy. And he was like, oh, cool. And then he went back to his video game. Yeah. So they're, I mean, their knowledge of things is so yeah. much more open and wide than yeah. ours was. So that's good. You know, we're just trying to raise open kids. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I think my, my friend who I've been quoting this entire episode from Connecticut, (laughs) shout out, um, shout out to friend from Connecticut. (laughs) She said to me when I first had Maxine, she said, you know, she said, you just have to remember like when you're in a bad phase, it's just a phase and there's another phase right behind it. Mm -hmm. But then she said, you also need to remember that even a good phase, there's another phase right Right, behind it. Totally. It's like, it's all going to keep shifting and changing. We have to tell Rose that YouTube actually exists. Some point she's going to figure it out. She's already talking about it. We're going to have to have a conversation. Well, you'll set your boundaries. That's what what we all have to do is set our boundaries. Yeah. And then listeners, I think let's all start a campaign to check in to see if Jamie starts the thing of letting Rose get up on her own. Yeah, we'll see. We will try. I'm going to try. We'll try. All right. Well, you're going to update us on social about how it goes. Sure. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Let's thank our guests, Jamie. Let's thank our guests. (laughs) They were extra tired, I guess, but I think they brought it. Bye, guys. Wow, weren't those guests great? They were hilarious. <laughs> so fun. I so mean, smart. So smart. They had so many. Yeah, I love them. To say. I hope they invite us over for dinner. <laughs> I have a feeling they might. They probably won't cook though. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Losers. Um, it's the only guest we can say that about. Oh man. Uh, we uh, love so ourselves. We we have a very exciting thing that we have a fan in Ophira Eisenberg. Yeah, Ophira Eisenberg. I love her. Right. She's hey. on NPR's Ask Me Another. Yeah. She's stand-up comic. She's an author. She's so funny. I love that show. And she's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. She's funny on it. Well, and I love <laughs> that she like listens to the show and she wanted to send in something about her parenting journey. Yeah. Because um, she's got it. Journey. It, it puts all, and, and I think this, uh, you know, it, after we have the kids, you forget how hard it is sometimes. So let's, should we yeah. listen? Let's give it a listen. Hey, this is Ophira Eisenberg. I'm a fan of the show and just wanted to share part of my story on becoming a parent. Uh, I decided that I wanted to try to have a child much later in life at an advanced maternal age, as they like to say. But unfortunately, at 40 years old, I was diagnosed with early stage breast cancer. I just want to make that clear, but it was still a year and a half of two separate surgeries and then treatment, and it took a real toll on me. I I had a very hard time. And I was just getting back on my feet when I actually, I got pregnant from my husband, which (laughs) just, I understand how it happened, but sometimes it's still a surprise how it happens. And I was elated at the time, mostly because I was just so happy to think that my body still had the possibility of doing something positive. It was like looking out onto a field of cracked dry dirt and seeing a little green shoot 
Unfortunately, I did miscarry, which at 42 years old, of course, is not uncommon. It's not uncommon in general. Thank goodness we're talking about it more, but still so hard. And the pathology showed that my miscarriage was something called a partial molar pregnancy, which just means it was a grouping of irregular cells and they were worried that there might still be some in my uterus. So I had to give blood to be tested and give blood every week for six months. Sometimes you look back on things and you cannot believe you made it through them. At the end of that, we went to see my gynecologist and she said, okay, you know, you made it through. Good job. (laughs) And you know what? You guys can try again. And I remember my husband and I just looked at each other dumbfounded and I laughed. I laughed because I just wanted a moment of maybe feeling like I was in control. But somehow I found myself about a week later writing an email to my husband. We live together, but I wrote him an email and the email simply said that I thought we should try because I didn't want to not try because of fear. I didn't want to not try because I was scared and afraid that I can't live in a world where that's how we make decisions. And of course, we can't guarantee anything and there's only the potential So why don't we just try and see what happens? You know, for the purpose of saying this right now, I will just reduce the summary and say, I'm so glad I tried. Because as I stand here right now, I have a three-year-old boy. I was going to say baby boy, but we all know three-year-old, not a baby anymore. And I never like to say anything happens for a reason, especially when you have to go through traumatic things. But I'm just happy I have a reason right now. Ooh, she had a journey. Yeah, she did. She did. I love our straight allies, though. I really do. We got we got a lot of straight allies. Yeah. But it makes you think, though, like that, like her journey was, I mean, that like going in every week, like that's a little bit welcome to our world. Welcome to our, the gay. she's like an honorary gay. She is an honorary she's gay. A, she I don't know if she wants it. that. Listen, <laughs> well, welcome. You got it. <laughs> welcome. Whether you like it or toasters not. Toasters in the mail. <laughs> I think they give out, to, I don't think about toaster ovens. <laughs> it's like they've upgraded. Is that really what it is? I don't know. They give out earbuds. Listen, if anybody wants to see more of Ophira, and of course you do, she's on Wednesday, June 26th, she's going to be at WBUR's City Space in Boston, and that show starts at 7. Cool. And And on Sunday, June 30th, she's going to be at Union Hall in Brooklyn, right here at 8 p.m. Is that the place that has, I think that's the place that has the um, indoor, not bowling, uh, what is it? It's bocce ball. Bocce ball, Indoor bocce ball. I love that place. So go find the indoor bocce ball and see Ophira. She's, she's, Amazing. She's hilarious. She is. And listen, we also have a very exciting thing. We have an update from Tiff and Carissa because we haven't heard from them in a couple of weeks. Oh, I love that, Tiff and Carissa. And and then we have a little uh, season wrap-up uh, goodbye for us. I'm sure everybody wants to hear. So why yeah. don't we just well, get we, that? Oh, we talked to them and we want to fill everyone in what they've been going through. So you're not going to believe this, but they changed plans again. Mm-hmm. So they remember they were going to do the free donor that they met online and their doctor completely vetoed the plan. And I can't tell you how happy I am, but not for the reason that you would think, Jamie. I thought it was going to be because the doctor was just like, are you insane? But the doctor vetoed it because you wouldn't know the, the specimen, like like maybe it's not his business. He could do whatever he wanted to. Is, really? That's that was what one of the, That's what they said, yeah. Oh, but like, because oh. I would think that he would just do it in the other room and then they just go. Well, they said they could kind of make him, but you know, it's like, it's, it just gets weird. It got weird. The whole thing got weird. Mm. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad though. As a mother, I feel like their mother now. I'm glad <laughs> they didn't do that. I mean, no judgment, but I'm just glad they're not. Yeah. But so yeah. now they have an appointment for a fertility clinic and they're going to check out Tiff and make sure she's all, all her business is working order. Which is a good idea. And you know, and they're dealing with the money of it and they and they found a cryobank that does like a BOGO donor samples, like buy one, get one free. What? I mean, it's like amazing or buy one, get one half off. I don't know exactly what. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, it, but they, they had a little, a uh, little, well, they've had they some to... hiccups like, like most of us do. Yeah. And we then... have hiccups in this baby making process. It's not easy. And this is, it is not wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Well, should we <laughs> listen to their, should we listen to them? Play the ditty and listen to them? I want to hear them. Okay. Teeth and Carissa are having a baby. So the end of the season is near. <laughs> One of our favorite podcasts, which has been featuring us. <laughs> So, you know, this is obviously one of our favorite podcasts. 
this has been so it's been so fun it really has been and I have to say like I come from a family of folks where I just wasn't sure if they would be excited or happy or if we would be able to include them at all and and so to have folks that are so excited about our journey that they um, would make a song about it (laughs) I still so great my heart smiles every time I hear for sure that little ditty for sure and our baby deserves that type of celebration absolutely and so thank you so much thank you so much and also I will say thank you for um, giving us this opportunity for other people who Mm -hmm. are trying Mm -hmm. other queer people who are thinking about trying Mm -hmm. other mixy couples (laughs) other mixy queers um other uh millennials other millennials do we want to out ourselves they kind of already yeah they did we're elder millennials okay (laughs) all right no we're we're totally millennials we are um other people with varying uh, incomes Mm. sometimes Mm -hmm. money sometimes (laughs) not um Mm. just other human beings who want to try to have a baby um, in ways that are different than the people around them are doing and different than the way their families made them Um, I think it's really encouraging and I know that if I had heard something like this when I was younger anything like um, if these ovaries could talk I would know that you know uh, there were other ways to do it outside of Chris's way yeah it's nice to see other options and it really we're is. happy that we not only get to talk about our way, which changed and ebbed and flowed over the season. Um, yeah. But also to like show other folks out there yeah, that they don't have to do the same thing that everyone else in their family has done. For sure. The joy of yeah. being queer is that you can do this however you want to do it. Um, but you can do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to miss them. Oh, well, uh, well I hope they come, I hope they come yeah. back for season four. Yeah. Or maybe I hope they're pregnant by season four. I know it. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Let's put that out into the universe um, for them. Tiff and Carissa, as soon as you get pregnant, you need to, or as soon as you're telling people, you need to tell us too. As soon as you get pregnant, record it. <laughs> record your I like record your voice memo and then send oh, that I thought you meant like record the heartbeat oh god no, the, that's what I'm, no no the, I don't want, send us the amnio so we need results okay yes yeah, send us the amnio alright let's wrap Stop. this up Jamie uh, nobody wants to hear us talk anymore it's been way too long of us <laughs> So how, where can they reach us, Robin? You like oh, see God. How I did that? Oh, God. Okay. So they can get us at If These Ovaries Could Talk on Facebook. Wait, let's, can you time me? Let's see how fast I can do it. Ready? If These Ovaries Could Talk on Facebook, Ovaries Talk on Twitter, Ovaries Under Talk, over, Ovaries Underscore Talk on Instagram, and Ovaries Talk at gmail.com. Oh, my God. I think I was actually slower. You it was were, horrible. You were get so us there. Slow. Get us there. Anyway, I didn't time it anyway, because I don't know how to use my Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you to our sponsor, BetterHelp. We love you. We hope you, Jamie and Mary get well. We hope you go use some too. Oh, anyway, there's a lot of it. Um, we all need therapy. We all need help. We all, all need right. somebody to talk to. Till so, next week. Eggs. Ovaries. Out. Ow. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> if